you know, I'm very excited about today's show and I get a chance to interview real estate professional Malika Angel Tyler. She's going to give you the information that you need to prepare for the spring market. So make sure you have your pen and paper and get ready for this episode of the Veterans Home Buying Show. Welcome to the Veterans Home Buying Show. I am your host, Brian Bailey. The Veterans Home Buying Show is all about my mission, which is to help 5,000 veterans become homeowners in the next five years. It all started as a concept for a book called Buying My First Home as a Military Veteran. And this was my initial out-of-the-box introduction to real estate marketing and sales. After the release of my book, I wanted to reach out to more of our living veterans in order to pass more valuable home buying information to our military superstars. This podcast is dedicated to all the veterans worldwide that sign their name on the dotted line in order to keep America free. Each episode will provide our veterans with home buying tips, solutions, what to look for, money-saving information, credit building secrets, and much, much more. We will also have guests who I call home buying SMEs or subject matter experts in the area of the home buying process. We will even have some guests on our show that will help you even after you move in. The Veterans Home Buying Show. Hi, this is Brian Bailey, and welcome to another episode of the Veterans Home Buying Show. Today, we have an exciting episode. Well, I'm not saying that none of my other episodes are exciting, but today we're going to have an episode that goes into how to prepare for the spring market. So right now we're in April. It's warming up a little bit. People are getting excited. Even though we're dealing with Corona, people are still looking for a place to live. And in most states, if you don't know, a real estate agent is part of that essential worker category. So we're still here. We're ready to help you. Now, today, I have a special guest with me today, uh, a woman that's dedicated to real estate. She does. She goes over and beyond to make sure that her client gets the house that they want uh, through preparation. And well, I'm not going to steal any of her thunder, but her name is Malika Angel Tyler. And what we're going to start out with first, like we always do with our guests, we're going to go over a little bit of who she is, why she become an agent, and what makes her stand out above the rest. Hey, Miss Tyler, how are you? I'm doing well. Hey, Brian, how are you? I'm doing great. I am really excited to have you on this episode of the Veterans uh, Home Buying Show, and thank you for joining. Thank you so much for inviting me as your special guest. It's an honor and a privilege. Great. And I'm looking forward to educating and bringing value to all that are li- all those are listening. Okay. So today is, as I look at the calendar, April 20th, right? Yes. And uh, people are getting excited. You know, they, they're looking for homes. It's, it's just no matter what's going on, when it warms up a little bit, people still get, they get a little antsy, right? So let's talk about today, how to prepare for the spring market. So let me ask you a question to start that. Cause I might just be jumping the gun. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just putting stuff out there, but uh, so I'm gonna ask you, do you believe the spring is the busiest time of the a year for real estate agents and buyers and sellers and whatever? I honestly believe that 
it's busy year round. Mm-hmm. I haven't skipped a beat with any of my buyers and or um, come across any sellers who have not wanted to sell. Okay. So um, let me just kind of tell you a little bit about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually started my career in real estate um, in 2004. Um, and it was after the process of buying my first home at a, around age 23. So I won't tell you my exact age, but I've been <laughs> around for a while. Okay. So I had a, um, a very, int- I played a very intricate role in the state's uh, um, facilitation of mortgage fraud. So I did that. Um, and now I am back into real estate once more. Uh, and I work more so with buyers and listing in uh, the areas of foreclosure, short sales, uh, obtaining bank owned property and, and so forth. So I come with a lot of experience. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to gauge my clients um, in a more strategic way. So when, so when I say I'm busy, it's because I'm always preparing the client for their goal of home ownership. Okay. Okay. I get, I I get that. Wow. Now, we talked earlier about you growing up as a dependent and, and of a veteran. Can you tell me a little yes. bit about that? Yes. Air Force. Air Force. Go blue. Go blue. Um, yes, I actually, um, I lived with my dad, who was in the Air Force, and he really kind of taught me um, a lot about real estate. He has always owned his own home. He's actually had, he recently built his third home off of his VA loan. Wow. Um, as recent as about three years ago. Um, so he kind of instilled that home ownership in me without knowing mm-hmm. it. Just watching him and just watching the whole process of the new construction. Um, so I learned a lot from him. Um, you know, just throughout the process of traveling and he's, he's rented out properties while he was away and, you know, Mm um, and just, it just has come full circle for me. Um, and then he calls me for advice too. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's really awesome. You know, so your dad being in the military, being in the air force, he had to PCS a couple of times probably. And, And you're saying that he was able to purchase homes using the VA loan. And um, and it really allowed you to see the inner workings of real estate before you even became an agent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Now, I know I jumped a gun a little bit. We, we skipped right over the bio. I went right into the spring market. And, and so I want to correct something for my listeners. Guys, I sometimes get excited and, and I jumped a gun and I did here because, you know, one of the things that that I see as a radio show host also as a realtor is that um certain times of the year i believe become more uh what's the right word i want to use more uh maybe availability aggressive Aggressive. no no more availability becomes uh for the buyer because kids are getting ready to get out of school they're going on spring break um where parents start to look at the market and say you Mm -hmm. know what I think it'll be a good time to move because if we start looking now, 
and Jody is out of school May 28th, 29th, 30th, or, or June 2nd, and we close in July, then that can work. So that is yes. why I got kind of excited to say, hey, is the spring market kind of like, you know, where these other people who don't buy during the year because they have kids, they tend to start looking to get into a home before the kids start back to school. Is that a good mm -hmm. assumption? Yeah, and I call it, the reason why I said aggressive is mm -hmm. called aggressive transition period. Okay. So you have that window that you have to really be prepared. Yes. And so the reason, and I love how you say preparing for the spring market because you have to start right now mm -hmm. to prepare for that transition period. Okay. So right now is when you should be talking to a lender versus a bank. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, <laughs> putting your financial picture in order so that you can be on the front lines when it's time to go and shop for the home. Malika, mm -hmm. you just said something. You know you just started something. I don't know if you realized it, but you just mentioned a lender instead of a bank. Hey, but we're not going to talk about that right now. That's going to be another episode. Just letting you guys know. I don't know if anybody caught that. You know, maybe Kanita Tang caught it, but I don't think anybody else caught it. You said a lender instead of a bank. But I know we're going to do another episode. But can why should somebody go to a lender instead of a bank? Just give me one sentence or whatever. We'll go into it later. Okay. Um, so a mortgage lender versus a bank, in my experience. Uh-huh. If I'm taking you out shopping for a home oh. and you are working with a bank, bank meaning credit union, uh, 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 entity that has limited products, uh, mm. they work on a banker's hours, nine okay. to five. Okay. So we're shopping for a home Yes. and I find you the home, you love the home, you fall in love with it, and I want to write an offer home. on I your behalf. Buy. I want to buy that home. Can you help me? Yeah, I need to be I need to be able to get in touch with your your if you decide to go to with a bank, I need to be able to get in touch hold with up, hold, hold up, hold up, stop, stop the presses. Are you you saying that now I know those listeners right now, they're like, What uh -huh. are you talking about? Are you saying right now as a real estate agent? You know, hey, I yes. got a question about this person's qualifications. You know, I yes. know it's nine o'clock at night and you're at XYZ Bank. Uh, I know it's uh, I, office hours are gone. You we might lose you that offer. You won't reach the, the person at the bank? You will not. Hold on, you're telling me you banks aren't 24 not. hours. It's no 24-hour banks? There's no 24-hour bank. So now we have a problem. So <laughs> the way I work with my clients is I like I'm I'm gonna pounce. Yes. I'm gonna pounce. We find a house. Now I will work with anyone that you're comfortable with working with. If we go through a bank mm -hmm. and I can't get in touch with the loan officer or the listing agent can't get in touch with the loan officer, they're moving to the next contract. Mm. Now if you're going with a mortgage lender, mm -hmm. nine times out of ten, they're 24 hours just like me. Okay. They're essential. They they they're if it's 11:30 at night, they're picking up the phone. Right, because they want to get paid. Yes, they're very flexible. Right. I and it's not it. that they just want to get paid. And well, I'll yeah, be honest, I've worked with so many mortgage lenders. They just truly care about right, right. the client. 
right. and they want to make sure that they not only um, get this the best is what they do. product. Because hmm? this is what they do. Like Kentucky Fried Chicken. This is what the, they do. They're good at making chicken. This is chicken. what they do. They know that to... we're out at, they know me as a real estate agent is up at 1030 at night writing an right. offer. That's right. And I'm going right. to send them the property description so that they can calculate the numbers for the client. Yes. So that the client can make a decision is one, okay. is that a great mortgage payment for me? What, what out of pocket costs do I need to go to closing on this mm. home? Oh, I did it. I didn't want to go too far down the rabbit hole. We went down there a little bit. We'll do but another we episode went... on this. We can do another episode. We can talk about this more because we can really do about 20 minutes on bank versus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Companies. Yeah. We really could. Let's, let's pull it back. Pull it back. Pull back. All right. Pull it back. Pull it back. Okay. Next thing. We want to talk about the steps that veterans need to know in okay. order to get ready for the spring market. So we're just saying spring market, guys, because spring is coming. But what are the steps that a my listeners should be doing right now if they're looking to buy a home? So if you're looking to buy a home, you want to jot down various locations that you want to be. Mm -hmm. So I know with a lot of military families, I know like with my dad, when he stationed, he had to make a decision on what where, what area that he wanted to be in, um, either when he came back or, you know, working, mm -hmm. um, schooling as well for your children, whether they're in um elementary middle or high school and then like i said earlier you want to get your financial picture in order okay oh those are the first steps wow so what i just heard you say i could sum up in one word well no that's really not one word but Maybe part two. of what you said kind of talked about pre-qualification now mm -hmm. I, I i got this message from you and you went over the steps of pre-qualification. What is pre-qualification? How does that work? Um, how do you go about that? Can you cover some of that? Sure. So I, I'm very strategic in that area. Mm -hmm. And on, I'll me, tell you let me, why. Let me, let, me, let me interrupt real quick. And I got to tell a story. Mm -hmm. Now, back in the, I'm dating myself, back in the early 90s, people used to come into the real estate office that I worked in. And they would say, okay. hi. Oh, hi, Mr. Bailey. My name is Mr. Jones. And I've seen some properties in your book because we used to have a book on the table. And we want to go see these four homes. And so Ooh, that's old school. Right. And I'm like, okay, let me make a copy of what's in the book and let's go see these homes. We didn't do any pre-qualification, but guess what happened? I'm going to let you talk about that and tell me why okay. I did a bad thing back in the early nineties. Most real estate agents, that's what we did. So mm -hmm. now that we're going into pre-qualification, tell me why that was a bad thing. Just to throw them in my car, go look at some properties. Well, you didn't know what you were looking for first. You didn't know what their buying power was. They just wanted to go see a, a few homes. Right. That they had no idea what their financial picture was going to be on or what their out-of-pocket cost was going right. to be. Right. So you just pretty much wasted your gas. Mm. Oh, gas was expensive um, back then too. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't think he was born, but gas was expensive back then. You had to ask them for $5. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Can you get $5? You got gas money? Am I telling my age? Yeah, give me some gas money. We're going to be running around Baltimore. <laughs> but yeah, um, so you really want your, you want to, the client wants to be educated as well. Right. And so one thing about um, working with a VA loan, there's no down payment 
but that doesn't mean that there's no other out-of-pocket costs. So you want them to be aware because if you take them out and they're not aware of any of this, they stop. You know, it's it's you're calling them, you're following up with them, and it's crickets. They, you know, uh, but if they're up if you're up front and you educate them and bring value to them, they will know exactly what they need as far as finances to mm -hmm. close on the property that they really, really uh, have their heart set on. Should they check their credit score? Absolutely. Okay. Now, they should. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, because people go but look at the homes <laughs> and they will tell you, they might say, oh no, my credit's good. It's, it's all right. They don't, they don't say, all right, they're like, it's all right. So, all right. No, no. All right, no. not good enough. That's not a good credit score. All that, right. No, not, not for me. Some agents, yes. But when you're working with a professional and your goal is truly home ownership, we will not allow you to um, guess your way mm -hmm. through it mm -hmm. because we want you to be informed. Okay. Who does the credit score stuff or pre-approval? Who does that? So for pre-approval and qualification, you're going to go through either a bank or a mortgage lender. Can I, I go to I a bank? I told you my preference. Oh, can I go to a bank? Oh my goodness. She's like, I can go to a yeah, bank. Yeah, you can. You can go to a bank. You sure can. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, banks of, of whatever's. You sure can. Credit union. You sure can. You can go through whomever you want to work with however mm -hmm. they you have to you have to be comfortable with that person right and they have to be flexible enough to be uh contacted when the okay. ball start rolling okay that makes sense good 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 what other things it goes that, down that hill real fast yeah 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 some other things that you know i heard people talk about was debt to income ratio how big is that when it comes to pre-qualification it's very important. Um, so think about it like this. Um, the lender's job, bank, what, whoever mm -hmm. you decide to go through, their right. job is to make sure that you have enough money at the end of the day mm -hmm. to take care of your obligations. So your debt should not trump your income. Meaning you should have, you should not have uh, less money to carry you through uh, mm -hmm. because your debt ceiling is so high, okay. you know? Um, now, there are some various products out there and I won't speak on them because I'm not a lender, but I'm very familiar with the products because a lot of people have student loans mm -hmm. and that's a scary thing for many um, is the the debt of the school student loan. So there's different products that I'm going to say a mortgage lender, not a bank, okay. is going to have that is going to help you uh, increase your buying power. That's probably the best way to to say it. Yes. Good. Uh, I like that. So we know what pre-qualification we need to make sure that our credit's good. We've got to make sure that what our debt to income ratios are looking like, because if your debt to income ratio is off, if your mm -hmm. debt is too high, you won't qualify. You lessen your buying power. You lessen your, buy, you lessen your buying power. Now, the mm -hmm. other thing is, and, and 
this is a foot stomper. Military members, you know, when we say it's a foot stomper, that means pay close attention to this. When you're going through the mortgage process, and, and I'm going to have Malika talk about this, veterans know they can have a no money down loan. That's the VA loan, right? But there's aren't there other fees that they still have to pay? Absolutely. So foot stomper, foot stomper. Yes, there's absolutely going to be some other fees, like just like a traditional uh, loan. So all the VA, um, the zero down payment, what that represent is uh, a thank you for your service. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being a part of a military branch where you're dedicating your time and your service. So for that, we're not going to charge you a fee. You don't need any skin in the game to get this particular loan. We're going to give you this loan. We're going to honor this loan, but you still have closing costs. You still mm -hmm. have an earnest money deposit, which is consideration for the home that you are interested. For example, if you're going out and the home is, is $200,000, Mm -hmm. I always recommend 1%. So that's about $2,000, which is an earnest money deposit. Okay. Right? But that does not cover your closing costs. It goes towards your closing costs, but it doesn't cover your closing costs. Now, this is, this is the problem. I'm interrupting. The advertising for this loan is no money down, so... Of course, That's veterans are thinking no money out of pocket. You can get a home today with no money out of pocket. So if you have a closing cost requirement, can you mm -hmm. still go and purchase a property with no money out of pocket? Is that is that possible? Only, only if the seller is giving you all of the closing costs. Okay. How do you do that? Do you say, hey, Mr. Seller, can you give me some help? I mean, I know Absolutely. you do a contract. So Absolutely. So when you're negotiating, so when I'm negotiating a contract on your behalf and you tell me, you say, okay, I have zero money, right? Mm -hmm. So if you say zero money to me, I'm going to say you're going to need to go find at least $3,000 Oh, because you still have consideration. You still have an earnest money deposit. Okay. You still have an inspection that you're okay. going to need to pay out of pocket for. Mm -hmm. There's some things that are going to come with the purchasing of the home that's going to be out of pocket okay. and not at the settlement table. Wow. So um, if you say you have no money saved, mm -hmm. that's fine. Do you have a full 1K? Do you have a deferred mm -hmm. comp? Is there a savings okay. um, that you can borrow from? Okay. Uh, is there a family member that can give you a gift? How much can we give now, for a gift? Hmm? How much? Do you know the amount for gifts? I always say about 5% for clo total closing costs. Yeah. I, I should probably shouldn't throw That's more of a lender question. I was just curious. That is more know. of a lender question. However, I've... <laughs> I've done it on my last four deals. So. <laughs> okay, okay. So, um, so, so it's our average. Okay, so closing costs. Uh -huh. If you're listening, zero down payment on a loan is just the loan. It has nothing to do with your 
taxes, title, recordation, insurance, appraisal, home inspection, earnest money deposit. Those things are separate. I always average about 5% of the total sales price. So whatever your lender say you qualify, add on 5%, that's the cash you would need to close. Okay, good rule of thumb, right? That's a rule of thumb. Now, I can certainly write the offer for you and say, hey, Mr. Seller, can you give my client 6%, 5% in closing help? Then, yes, in many cases, you won't. When you put that, whatever the earnest money deposit that you put down, you might just get that back at the, at the tape. Does that work all the time? It does not. So you do need some cash to close. I always recommend some cash to close. This is what I think when it comes to the deal like that. So you have a contract, but you think that you, Airman Snuffy, you're buying a home and you're saying, hey, uh, Ms. Tyler, let's submit the contract. Look, I know what I'm doing. I'm a military person, no money down. I got this. I don't have no money. Just throw it out there. Okay, flip side. They don't think about mm -hmm those five or six or seven or 10 other contracts that are on the table. You may say no money down. I mean, you may say, you know what, I don't have no money, give me 4% help. But what about if there's some full offers on the table with no help requirements? Yeah, Those absolutely. are the kind of things. So, it's almost, so let's talk about that. That's, that's almost like, it's, it's kind of like playing chess, right? Or, or being very strategic. How do you, you know, and that's where I think you come in as the realtor to be that, strategic mind and have that strategic mindset going into the deal. And that's what you get paid exactly. for really to have that strategic mind to think when that uh, military member who really doesn't know, think they know, but no, you know yeah. best. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's why I spend so much, so much time with my clients educating them. There you go. Because I want them to understand the professionalism and the, and a lot of times there's a lot of things that's going on behind the scenes. Um, for example, they could be getting, if I'm writing an offer on them and I've worked with the listing agent several times and I've done a, several deals with that listing agent, they know who I'm bringing to the table. So they can say to their client, I've worked with this agent before. They're very reputable. They're very honest, you know, uh, they're very strategic, you know, so you may have a way in just by working with me because I'm very, um, I'm known what they say in the streets, right, right, right. I'm known in these streets. There so you if you come to me and you say, Hey, I don't have any closing calls. I want you to put it in and ask, I'm going to do it. However, I'm going to also tell you, if this offer doesn't get accepted, what's our backup? What's our highest mm. and best? I always go in with our highest and best because I don't want to ever, I don't want you to ever think that I'm not on your side because I am, because I want you to uh, be in the home that you love, you know? And I want to be invited to the housewoman. <laughs> so I know that's right. <laughs> No, that's, that's my right. go-to that's that's the go-to of winning the contract <laughs> exactly I want to be in the housewoman <laughs> like yep. invite me over just so um, right like now. my last deal recently uh, uh -huh. just three days ago uh we're back up because we had to beat out about 13 contracts 13 
15th and we're in wow. COVID market wow. where no one's going out looking at homes. Right. Oh, Everything man. is virtual. Everything is 13 virtual. contracts. <laughs> so highest and best definitely has to be a player in that one. Yeah. And so um, we're back up because we asked for closing costs. Mm. The yeah. other contract did not ask for closing costs. And that, that was it. Mm. Yep. Yep. That's how it goes. That's how it goes. You just mentioned COVID. Now I want to close, um, guys, we belong to the national association of realtors and we have a local board and, and, and they're putting out stuff about how to protect ourselves and how to make sure our clients are protected. Tell me some of the things that you're doing right now um, to protect you and your buyers from COVID. So what I'm actually doing is um, I do a lot of virtual tours at this moment mm -hmm. and it's no different than I, than I would do with a relocation um, client who can't physically come see the home. We're very strategic on the location that they will want to be in. Now, if, of course, if you're in the area, I'm going to have you drive by a few of the neighborhoods that you're interested in. Tell me if you really, really like it. And then we will do a virtual tour. I'll stay connected with the listing agent. There's just so much stuff that I can do on your behalf, even though we can't physically go out and burn gas house to house. Okay. So... Explain so, virtual tour because I don't think everybody really understands that. Does that mean that they go to uh, Zillow and they go to one of those 360 properties so they can see everything mm -hmm. in it? Or do you go to the house and put them on FaceTime and say, hey, look, this is the living room. I mean, what's the virtual tour? So I do it several ways. So that's a great point. There are a lot of applications out there where they have the home on the market and they do have a virtual tour um, platform uh, a lot of the listing agents are paying for services to be able to do that i personally we set an appointment just as we would if we were going out looking at houses we pick about three to six houses um i have a zoom platform that i use that i pay for um and i've had for uh, quite some time we get on there i'll do a screen share um if it's a house that you really really want you want to go see and you're not able to i will go and look at the house for you and do a videotape if i can't if you say for example you're at work which a lot of my clients they're at work when i go do this and so they're not always able to facetime so if they're not able to facetime me i just do a complete video we set up a zoom appointment i send them the video we we'll walk through the video i'm walking in the door i'm going right here's your formal dining room i'm walking through where here's the eating kitchen portion mm. um we so we're very um i'm very conscious of what it is that they've already told me they want in this home mm -hmm. so if they say i need a bathroom on the first floor that's what we're going to go find first is the okay. bathroom on the first floor right um i need three bedrooms upstairs we're going to go upstairs and make sure there's three bedrooms. What size beds do you have? Do you have full? Do you have twin? Do you have a king? And we're going to do all that measurement right there virtually mm -hmm. because you can't physically be there. 
So, um, okay. So you're going into the property though, in, mm -hmm. in some cases. Mm -hmm. Now in, let's talk, let's talk cases, about that. Yes. Let's I'm talk cool. about that because I was just showing a home this weekend and the buyer, there was another buyer after me and my buyer, my buyer and I, uh -huh. that had no gloves, no mask, mm -hmm. just walking, mm -hmm. walking in the house with their agent. Mm -mm. How do you? You, 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 you couldn't go with me because I have okay. little ones. Okay, okay. So my husband is a first responder as well. So he thankfully will keep me in tune and I have my proper mask. I have my proper gloves. Okay. Perfect. Uh, I have my proper uh, wipe downs, uh, wipes and so forth. And then I have little people as well. Mm -hmm. You know, my twins are six. So I have to be very, very mindful. So if you want me to physically go out with you to look at a property, you have to come prepared like I'm coming prepared. There you go. Okay, good. Safety. Yeah, or we'll do a virtual tour. Yeah. <laughs> While I'm sitting in the car, I'll open the door for you. I'll wipe the doorknob and, and then I'll lock the door. There you go. Don't touch the lights. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. But... Um, I'm kind of like a mom too, you know, I have five kids. Yeah. So I'm like, listen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so my mom head goes on, Where, where's your mask? Uh -huh. Where are your gloves? That's right. What you are know, you doing? Don't be trying to affect people. I mean, I know you want to go see this house, exactly. but hey, let's make sure you can make it to live in this house. You don't want to yeah, and, and I won't. And I, and, and when they have children, you know, right. I say, don't bring kids. They yeah. have to sit in the car. They have okay, to wait that's in the car. a good point. That is a they cannot, good point because kids touch I everything. I will not let any of my clients bring kids in, in the kids house. Kids will touch everything and they don't everything. have gloves on. And they put their fingers <laughs> in their mouth. Yes. We don't want that to happen. Yes. So I'm, I'm oh. very protective of my clients and myself. Great, great. Well, thank you. So. Thank you for this wonderful uh, interview today. You're so welcome. This, this is a really uh, good episode because we talked on... Uh, a couple of good things. We talked about preparing for the spring market, even though agents around year, it's not really a, a, the hottest time because, because business comes in 24 seven, uh, 365 for real estate agents. So it's really not, Oh, let's get up and start doing stuff now. Cause it's the spring. Nah, that's not how it works. We talked about that because you're going back, you know, kids are getting out of school and you have that availability now. So that's, that's definitely a, a good thing to know. The other thing that we talked about, which I loved, was pre-qualification, how to go through those pre-qualification steps, look at some of the other things like finances and how to make sure that you have your money for closing costs just because there's no money down. Mm -hmm. You can yeah, very absolutely. well have a need out there for closing costs and appraisals and things like that. So make sure you do that. And we talked about something else, which we will continue on another episode, banks versus going to a mortgage lender directly. So. We, we want to talk about that on another episode. And we talked a little bit about COVID, um, coronavirus, and how it's affecting real estate and how to prepare your clients and how to prepare yourself as an agent. So uh, that was just a quick summary of what we talked about today. And Malika, I just, I'm excited to see what you're doing. I've seen your growth in the industry. I know you're working with uh, Kanita Tang, with the Kanita Tang yes, Property Group, yes. and you guys are killing it here in the DMV. So I just want to definitely shout you out to say, hey, uh, guys, if you have not heard from her before, you have today, and she's going to let you know how you can reach her. So can you give your information? Sure, sure. Um, you can reach me um, 
Well, I'm on, I'm everywhere. I'm on Facebook and I'm on Instagram. <laughs> but you can more directly, you can reach me at 443-546-0367. 443-546-0367. I'm Angel Tyler on Facebook and Instagram. All right. So you want them to text you first, call you? How does that work? Text call. It's okay. I'm I'm always available. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to listen, download, or subscribe to hear more episodes of the Veterans Home Buying Show. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and Pandora. Be sure to rate this show, leave a review or comment, and share with someone you think that could benefit from this podcast. Stay connected with me on social media via Facebook groups by joining the Veterans Home Buying Network. To access show notes, home buying and homeowner tips, and solutions along with other useful information, including your free copy of the Home Buyer's eBook, visit www.theveteranshomebuyingnetwork.com. Again, that's www.theveteranshomebuyingnetwork.com. Until next time, keep the faith and thank you for keeping us safe.